There comes a point in our lives when we strive to define our true meaning and purpose. Many of us move through our existence day after day, living through the same cycles and patterns that leave us feeling unfulfilled and searching for more. For those of us seeking a way to transform life, to capture fulfillment in every moment, to redefine how we perceive the truths of our reality so we can live this life to its fullest. This is the Live This Life Podcast. I'm your host, Heath Cummings. I'm here to inspire you to ask yourself the question every day. Are you living or are you killing time? What's going on, friends? Back at the podcast, finally, this has been probably the longest, it has been the longest break that I have taken from the show since I started. I've even produced episodes while I was on vacation, brought a portable mic with me and recorded something from my car at the beach. Um, But this is by far the longest that I have taken to actually produce an episode. Um, And by far, this was not a relaxing break for me. I didn't go on vacation. I didn't do anything fun. It was a matter of just basically playing a shell game of priorities like I typically have to do in my life so I can try and maintain balance. And unfortunately, for the last couple of weeks, the podcast is what suffered. And that's tough because you had a lot of great momentum going, a lot of great things going. I left it on a huge high note a couple of weeks ago when I did the interview with Sahaj Ticketin of Raw. Um, If you haven't listened to that episode, check it out. By far, one of my favorites that I've ever done. Um, such an amazing group of guys in that band, you know, whether you're in that kind of music or not, which, um, I don't even know if you can classify them as a certain type of band. This new album has like everything on it. Um, definitely some of their best work, but, and I just followed those guys for so long and, and so much of their stuff has been at the center of my life. And it is just, I feel like their music just digs into your soul when you listen to, the, the harmonies and the music and then especially the lyrics and the stuff that comes out it's like poetry is this new album is just absolute gold and leaving on such a high note of having him on the show i mean this guy um is like my mick jagger really like he's he's a really cool guy to talk to i mean he's got some absolutely awesome perspectives on things and i feel like we didn't even scratch the surface of scratching the surface of what this guy typically dives into on other interviews you know we chatted about some cool stuff but really didn't dive into some of the the really awesome perspectives he has on things. Um, But that one definitely took a lot of energy out of me. Um, It was real exciting. And it just, I tried to produce it as much as I could. I tried to put it out there as much as I could. And it was an episode that took a lot out of me. And, um, you know, I've met these guys at shows before and I've chatted with Sahaj on Facebook and stuff like that before, but never really had the opportunity to do like a one-on-one chat with him. And he's really just like the coolest dude. Um, but really, it was one of the first times I've got to say that I was a bit rattled to talk to really anybody. I mean, I'm I'm someone who's on stage uh, and, and the things that I do really like, quote unquote, on stage doing a lot of different things. And I don't often get nervous. I don't get the butterflies, but it was really one I didn't want to screw up. Of course, once you get in there, you start talking to to someone like him. He's, he's a guy just like you and me. He just happens to do something awesome for a job. 
But yeah, I definitely just appreciated that episode so much. But like I said, it took a long out of me. Did a full YouTube interview episode, which if you haven't checked that out or checked out our YouTube page, um, go check out Live This Life on YouTube. I'd say the easiest way to find it is to just go to livethislife.org. I've got the video like right at the top of the main page. It's a lot of stuff that pops up when you type in Live This Life from what people have told me. And I've tried it myself and it's true. So even if you go on YouTube and try and search for our channel, um, definitely not a ton of followers yet, but it's it's you know building some steam. But um, check it out by going to the main page of livethislife.org and you'll be able to find that episode pretty easy. Um, but the whole experience was something else. You know, my brother and sister came over with their spouses and the last time we saw Raw was this foggy night from back in 2014. Uh, we all went out in Boston and saw them on the last tour that they were on, which we thought that was the last time we we're going to see them. And it was just, it was awesome. And needless to say, uh, the whole experience was awesome. But then right after all of that, my political job really started firing up with some important stuff. The full-time gig still steamrolling me every single week. And some new opportunities were coming my way, so I had to let something give. And unfortunately, in the last couple of weeks, it was this. But I'm happy to be there, happy to be back, happy to be back in the microphone. Um, sometimes you just have to play this like high-stakes game of chess where sometimes you have to sacrifice a valuable piece for the sake of survival of another piece, another important part. And for the last couple of weeks, that was the podcast. I still, big family guy. I love spending time with my family I've been in a position where I have sacrificed my family time for the sake of careers and whatever else I've had going on, and I learned my lessons from that. Um, and that's actually what I wanted to talk about this week because it's been on my mind. You know, I keep wanting to get back in here. I keep wanting to get on the microphone, but it you know, rolls late at night, and that's probably the worst time for me to create anything. And you can't really force some stuff. I mean, you can, you, there's some, some people that I know that produce episodes of podcasts just to put them out. And I don't feel not like mine is the, the end all be all of shows, but um, I at least feel like when I do one, I put everything I can into it. And I know some people who, some people who just put them out to put them out. And I don't want to ever do that. And like my father-in-law, he's a pretty well-known artist. And he says, you know, you can't just be forced to go paint something. You can't just go there like a job. You have to be inspired. And that's what I'm doing with this. So it's hard late at night. It's hard to be inspired. It's hard when you've been dragged through the ringer to get in and do certain things. And this really fired up for me this week because there was also a conversation. I'm starting to get kind of involved on Clubhouse. If you're not familiar, um, Clubhouse, it's an app that's currently only available for iPhones, but um, cool place. If you haven't checked it out, if you got an iPhone, you have an Apple device, definitely go download that. If you do look me up, um, I don't have a ton of followers on there yet. I've only been on there for about a month and I've haven't been too, too active, but I pop into some rooms. I listen to some things. Um, I get invited on stage, but sometimes I'm busy doing other stuff. I can't really pause to get in there and speak, but I happen to be in one of these rooms where it was an entrepreneur room and the conversation that came out of it where somebody was describing what the hustle's like, the things they sacrifice because you can't stop the momentum. You have to keep going. No matter what it is that pops in your life, you have to keep your momentum going with the grind. And although that's valiant, I see the flaw in that from the perspective that I have. And I wanted to talk about that today because I had that guilty conscience going too. Like I felt like I was a failure, like I wasn't putting something out as much as I should be. I should be doing two episodes a week, and here I am two weeks or more later 
still don't have an episode out. Um, and I want to discuss what that grind, what that life outside the grind has to look like because not enough people have it. And that becomes evident by some of the other things that manifest in their life. Wanted to mention, if you haven't followed us on social media, give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Look us up on TikTok. Definitely hit up the YouTube channel, starting to put more content on there as time allows. Uh, but if you do subscribe, do the notification, all that stuff. Um, and we're definitely gonna be featuring a lot more of our interview episodes on there much more frequently. I, I guess a lot of people like to listen to podcasts right through YouTube. Um, but definitely drop us a rating and review on whatever platform you're on. Apple Podcast is the most popular place that our listeners currently come from. And uh, it's the easiest place for me to really find your comments. And they will be most easily found by potential listeners as well. So um, mentioning the show to family and friends as well, or copying the link to a show and dropping it on someone's social media or just sending it to them in a text or message. Um, I've heard that's what people have done. Like, you know, I sent my friend uh, uh, the link to one of your episodes. Now they're hooked. And I've heard that a couple of times. So I know it's a great way to, to spread word of the show. Anything you do will be greatly appreciated. Um, but if you think someone might dig one of the episodes, copy it, paste it. That's how I fam found one of my favorite shows, Positive Head, um, back in the day when someone had just copy and pasted it and sent it to me. And um, it's, it's kind of great. You have people of similar interests who you think might be interested in something and you send them one episode that's just one of your favorites. And sometimes that's what gets them hooked. So who knows, that could be what maybe gets someone hooked on the show. So if you're not familiar with Clubhouse, um, it's it's awesome where it's a, basically a chat room where there's moderators, they guide conversations, they focus certain chats, and the whole room could be full of 100 people, but only the a panel that's invited to be up on stage will actually have the opportunity to turn off their microphone and talk. It's basically like a big Zoom, but it's very controlled and it's only audio, there's no video. Um, it's a great place. Honestly, it's a great place to meet like-minded people. There's pretty much any subject you can think of. You can find it on there. Um, it's great. You get networked with people of like minds. Fantastic place. Love it. So as you might have picked up from the show, I'm someone who's really driven and I take on a lot of stuff. I'm interested in a ton of different things. I really like to stay physically fit and I'm huge into my spiritual and metaphysical stuff. And I am a huge family man. Really, nothing matters more to me than being with my family and spending quality time with them. So to stay active on all of my interests, I have to move a lot of them around. It doesn't leave me much time for downtime. And that's really an illness in and of itself, if you ask me. You know, really, eventually, it leads to all sorts of problems. It manifests its wealth itself in some sort of way. And I think one of the greatest wealths that people can have is their their mental and physical health. And sometimes those are the first things to go when you put yourself too much through the grind and you neglect yourself, you neglect relationships, and you lose track of all those responsibilities that you need to tend to. And eventually something has to give, and it's usually the quality of what you get to put into all of those different responsibilities of life. So where this clubhouse chat comes from is I'm in this room, we're on this subject and we're talking about this and this whole subject of being a family man, you know, this is something that I had a flaw in about 10 years ago when, when my life went to rock bottom, when I almost lost my family, 
because I was putting in too much time. I was not being the best version of myself. And really, my wife had, had gotten fed up to a certain point. And our family almost fell apart because of it. And it's just something I've seen in so many different young men, especially ones who hit near their 30 mark. They're trying to find their way through their 20s. They're grinding away. They're often building relationships and building a family. And then they sort of lose their way. They they think that work is all there is. And it's something that's maybe just hardwired. And this isn't just in men. I'm just speaking from a man's perspective. This happens in women as well. Very driven women do the same exact thing. And it's valiant to say the least, but it's also very damaging and it does have its drawbacks and its flaws. And this one guy that I'm sharing the stage with, we're both moderators. We both have the ability to take our microphones off mute and, and speak. So this one gentleman, he starts to talk about the grind and how you can't stop once you get going. Do or die. Do all the things you don't love to do. Do them like you do it. All that cliche catchphrase stuff that entrepreneurs like to spout. Very driven man. Can't fault him for any of the stuff that he's definitely got far more followers than me, far more measurable success, all that stuff. But I'm just there and I'm kind of getting triggered by his, his attitude because he starts to tell this story. And after he tells it, we get in a bit of this like cynical exchange because, you know, I, I really put on my like experienced sensei hat and I really think this guy was even older than me, but when he was done, I chimed in and I, and when I heard him say this part of a story, so he's talking about this day where he was extremely busy, he's doing these huge projects and he's got a home office and his kids sounding like they're very small, sounded like they, they came into the room to show him something very excited and he had to pull them aside and he had to tell them, daddy's very busy, daddy's in the middle of a project and you know, when you're focused on doing something that you're making and when you're focused on doing this and, and you know, trying to break it down to a way that they would understand and had to send them on their way. Now, he said that that has to happen often and he has to get them conditioned for that because it's just a fact of life. You're not going to be able to get someone's attention at all times when you want it. Totally agree. You're not going to be able to burst in on anybody at any time and expect to have them give you 150% of their attention at all times. But when he described his young children and he described how excited they were about something, I can't do it justice because it was his story and he really drew in everybody who was listening at how much of a sacrifice he was making to send the kids on their way. And he often has to do it. And at this point, the kids are a little more conditioned to it and they don't pop in as often. And he was sort of proud of that fact. After he was done, it was really hard for me to hear. And I had to say something because a memory that I had about the flaws that I, I had at a certain time and the mistakes that I made. And at a certain time, I was sacrificing my health and my family time for the sake of the name I was trying to make for myself. And it ultimately, ultimately, it resulted in me coming down with cancer and I was on the brink of divorce and I had to ponder all these things. I had to learn a very hard life's lesson. The thoughts of not having my wife and my son under the same roof was so much more important to me to preserve than any name I could have made, any paycheck that I could have attained. It, nothing, nothing mattered. Nothing could buy what I was potentially going to lose. 
And when I heard him tell this story, I was like, whoa, hold on, partner. Like, we got to, I just got to shoot this on you real quick. You know, I love the hustle spirit. I love the do or die. And I get it that it takes that kind of mindset to get certain places in life. I'm that much of that kind of mindset of the next guy. But when it comes to the love and attention from your family, people who genuinely look at you like you are the center of their universe, there's no dollar sign. There's no job big enough that you should be sacrificing that precious time with those people. Because I guarantee you, there will be a day when that man, and I think almost everybody listening, would spend every penny of every dollar, and especially if any of you are a parent and you've had kids that are already grown up or you have kids that are starting to grow up. I have a 13-year-old right now. I would love to hear those tiny little feet come pattering down the hallway to say, Daddy, Daddy, look at this. And I would drop everything that I had going on in my life to hear that. And I know that at a certain point, this guy, no matter how much success he has and no matter how much success he's able to get between now and then, I guarantee that him and almost everybody else in the same position would trade their Maserati, their bank account for 10 minutes with that little kid who came running into the room that he had to turn around and send on his way. And it's a tough balance. I totally get it. There are things to get done. They're probably able to live a certain lifestyle because of the grind that he puts in. But there is a balance. And the fact that it was something that continued to happen and that he is basically conditioning them to do that on a regular basis, I think that's what triggered me the most. And it was an exchange that went back and forth for a few minutes. And I, you know, I didn't want it to get too heated and I didn't want to get disrespectful. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. But I'll tell you something right now. One of the best pieces of advice that I got when I was at one of my lowest points and I was looking for mentors to talk to me about where I was at and the situation I was going through, the one thing that stuck in my head that mattered so much to me, and I still hold it very near to my heart this day, was that that kid doesn't care how much money you make. That little kid doesn't care what your title is. They don't care about the stuff that you do. And I can tell you that from my perspective now. I mean... I think it would have been cool when I was a kid if my dad was you know, doing the political things that I do and I do what I do with the podcast and I do all these different things he's seen me do throughout the years. I've been I've been a coach with his football teams and I've been the, the police officer for the school district when these kids were growing up and and, uh, you know, gave them education in their classes and was literally working in their school side by side, played with them at recess. Um, I thought that'd be kind of cool. And then all the stuff that I'm into now and literally he just like, yeah, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter what I do, who I interview, you know, he knows these guys from raw. And when I tell him all the things that I've done and that he was on here, they're coming on, I'm all excited about the run up to, and he's just kind of like, nah, whatever. They don't care. They don't care really what you do. Yes. I'm sure, you know, at some point he has some sort of pride with his buddies about what I might do and everything else. But ultimately they don't care about the things that you accomplish and the stuff that you you do. I'm, I'm sure they love vacations in Jamaica. They love vacations traveling around the world, which sometimes you have to do certain grinds to get to those certain points. But the vacations that we take, you know, there's it's just the time together. It's really, that's what they're going to remember is the time spent together. And ultimately they don't care whatever it is, the project that you're working on. They're gonna remember that dad was busy, dad wasn't there. And, I had that that point 
and I'm glad that I was able to shed it. And that was just kind of the message that I was trying to convey. And it was a tough one because I could I could sense the defensiveness and was trying to really keep it civil. Just be like, I totally admire your grind. I totally admire what you're doing, but you need to realize the importance of the gift that you've been given in your life of having a family. It's one that too many people take for granted and just make sure that you stay in balance. And it also even goes back to the last episode when I listened to Sahaj. I mean, him just talking for the first few minutes, how his studio looks totally cool on video. I'm talking to him on Zoom, see his awesome studio. And, you know, he says it's like his prison cell and how much he would love to just be able to spend an hour with his family once in a while because he's so busy doing so many different things. And that just kind of resonated right back to that whole entire thing. And I've kind of carried that forward because... I get it. I totally get it. And really right now, sometimes I'm no better. I mean, I'll work a nine, 10 hour day in one job, leave, go to three hours worth of political meetings in the afternoons, have to come home, schedule interviews, do podcast stuff and eat dinner in front of my laptop at the bar in the kitchen while they're at the dinner table or they're in the living room, you know, hanging out together, my wife and my son. So, you know, there's times where I'll have those nights, but I make sure that I balance it out the night after and a few nights afterwards with time that's well spent to try to make up for that, to try and run and sprint, but then take a break and balance those things out. It's all about the balance. It's all about doing things in moderation. And the point I was trying to make, it just it's too bad because I don't think it fell on, on ears that were trying to listen. You know, it's it's tough when you're at a certain perspective and then you don't understand the other person's. You know, if you draw the number six on the ground and you stand at it and you, someone stands across from you and you say, that's a number six. And from their perspective, it looks like a nine. It's hard if you're not standing in that other person's shoes to say, no, no, that's not a six, that's a nine. Or that's not a nine, it's a six. If you don't choose to believe that some sort of a truth exists from another perspective and you don't try to see it from that side, you won't ever be able to see it. You'll argue that you're looking at the six without understanding that someone else might see it as a nine from the other person's eyes, from what they have seen. So I just hope this man, um, and I honestly don't even remember his name, I just hope that he finds that other perspective while he still has those little gifts of the family at home because they do grow up so fast. I'm glad I realized that before too much time went by, but that happens with all of our lives, whether it's family, whether it's kids, how many times do you just realize like how much time has passed and I haven't done this for myself. I haven't done that for myself. I have so many things for 2021 that I am absolutely dedicated to making sure that I do them this year. 2020 kind of like threw a wrench into a lot of this awakening and spiritual awakening and living a more fulfilling life than I'm used to. I mean, simple stuff like just buying kayaks. I've wanted them for years, spending money on a paddleboard. I've never splurged on spending huge amounts of money on things like that. Getting myself new vehicles. I've been depriving myself, just limping along with the cars that we've had for years, even though I could have afforded several vehicles several times over. And that's all I spent doing this afternoon was finalizing some purchases of some vehicles. Like I'm going to be living life to its fullest in whatever way I feel like that is. And Taking a break from the grind and finding life outside of the grind is a huge part of that. That's why I wanted to discuss this today because you can be driven. 
I don't know anybody else in my life. I know people that I encounter online and clubhouse, whatever else. I got people who, who I look up to as mentors that are extremely driven, but I feel like I'm also so driven and getting so many different things done. But are you ultimately living? That's the question. Are you actually living a life? You're serving, you're getting things done, but are you doing things that at the end of your life, are you going to be happy with how much recreation time, how much time you spent actually getting things done? Not, not building up the ego by showing accomplishments, but actually having recreation, doing fun things, making great memories. You can mix all of those in. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to basically pack up your entire life and not accomplish anything. And you don't have to sit behind a desk, a phone, a camera, whatever you do, and just make all these things happen. You don't have to be a mover and shaker all of the time. Finding the balance is so important. And it's probably one of the main reasons why this podcast honestly isn't bigger than it is. You know, it's accelerated quick, but it's also kind of plateaued. It's kind of leveled out a little bit. Um, and I've just kind of relied on this being a natural process because it wasn't something I was planning on doing and having it get big anyway. So this is kind of a, a wild card thrown at my life and I'm still trying to find its balance in something that's it's quite a responsibility. It's quite a big thing. I know there's more I could be doing. There's more that I could be incorporating to make this grow bigger. Um, and it's not that I care because this is actually probably one of my biggest passions. If I could make a full-time career out of this, this is all I would do. You guys would get three to five episodes a week and I would be all over social media. I'd be making videos as corny as some of the videos that I make are. Um, just it's it's not in the cards with all the other obligations that I have. And like I said, I just try to keep them all in balance. But that's the biggest thing that I need in my life is that balance. I need that balance in my spirit because I've been at that point when I wasn't accomplishing a whole lot of things. I was sort of withdrawing. I called the dark night of my soul at a certain point in 2017. I was between states. I was between jobs. I was between things and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And that lack of direction was just also so horrible to experience, but it's the balance. It's the balance in things that I felt like threw me off the most. If I don't if I don't work out, I feel horrible. If I don't meditate, I feel horrible. If I don't get mental stimulation with things that make me ponder my existence, if I don't get those great conversations and get to do things that really fire my brain up, if I don't get the time with my two amazing angels that I share my life with, I'm not good to anyone. I'm a person who, when I'm up, I am up and I can literally conquer anything. I can attack the world. I can outsmart so many people. I can do literally anything I put my mind to. But when I'm down, I bring the world with me. When I'm up, I can inspire my entire workplace. I can drag people's bad attitudes out of the gutter, or at least a little bit. I can feel like I've, I've done something to brighten the day up a little bit there. But when I'm down, I will literally drag the entire place down with me. And since I've really gotten into this realm of spirituality and studying energies and and everything that has to do with our spirit, all things woo-woo, all this stuff has really started to fascinate me. I've realized how my energy is a bit different than other people. I, I've really explored how my intellect is a little bit different and how if you, you have those things, those talents, those gifts, whatever you want to call them, if you have those 
and you don't use them the right way, you can have a profoundly negative effect on the world around you. But to the contrary, it can have an equally amazing, positive, and inspiring effect on the world if you keep that that whole effort moving like a river. And by doing that, you keep it in balance. But that means managing whatever comes up and handling it in some of the just the most balanced ways you possibly can. There is more to this life than the grind. There is far more to life than titles, money, what you're doing, what you can accomplish. Sometimes what you do behind the scenes for yourself is what matters most. I guess that's what's hard for me with this whole live this life thing, really, because I never bargained how much your life has to be in the public eye to make all of this stuff keep moving forward. And, you know, I'm already kind of in the public eye with a lot of the stuff that I do um, in my local papers pretty frequently. I'm, I'm in, like the local stations doing my political stuff and whatever else and stuff that I do with the the school district and stuff. But when you also have to be active on social media and put yourself out there way more than than the average person, it's like you have to put your entire life on tape. And I'm not someone who's really used to that. I've lived a very private life for the last 20 years. I love my solitude away from people. That's why I live at the end of a dirt road, a mile out in the woods with nothing but hundreds of acres surrounding me. And my solitude away from any interactions with anyone is what helps me recharge, especially the way the world is now. I need that that solitude more than anything. Um, you know, it's it's a world on its head to say the least. So unplugging from the, the matrix is what I often need the most. And I'm always discussing ways to help yourself, always ways to stay up on your self-care. And, you know, we get this guilty conscience sometimes, at least I do, when we aren't producing something I have for the last two weeks. And when we don't have something new to post, we don't have something to show the outside world that we're doing something, we tend to feel like we're not actually getting something done. And I've had to get over that. I've had to allow myself to just peacefully go and and withdraw and do things like I've done for the last couple of weeks. We have this, what have you done lately mentality? And it's not only for ourselves, it's also projected on other people. It's not something that I'm particularly uh, self-conscious about. I'm not, I'm not actually like projecting that. It's something that I hear from a lot of entrepreneurs that if you stay out of people's public eye, they're going to forget about you. And those things weigh on me heavily when I have weeks like I just had. But when your tank is empty, you're not giving your best to anything or anyone or any anything that you have going on. Um, everything suffers. This week, I took a lot of time to just be. I, I did a whole bunch of stuff that I wanted to do. I watched the new Justice League movie, The Snyder Cut, which was awesome, by the way, if, if you haven't checked that out. But I had my, uh, my date night with my wife. That movie was like four hours long, so we had to break it up into a couple date nights. But it was awesome, you know, and we just spent some awesome time. And we attended this this Sunday morning energy workshop, just stepped out of the norm of my life and did this online thing with the amazing Tammy Wagstaff Hawks, which I highly recommend. If you haven't checked out her group, um, go and check it out on Facebook. You can check her out on Facebook, uh, Tammy Hawks, H-A-W-K-E-S. And she's got a private group, Healing Spirits Wellness with Tammy Wagstaff Hawks. Um, but did this awesome energy healing, clearing thing. I'm, I've never been into this kind of stuff, so it was kind of cool to do it. Um, I highly recommend her stuff, but 
Um, she did this like spring cleaning for energy of your home. And it was something that was totally out of my comfort zone, something I never would have normally done. Um, it was all talking about energies and clearing your home and all that kind of stuff. And it was awesome. It was such an amazing time. But after all that, I mean, I really wouldn't say I'm completely recharged. I'm just coming back into the game with at least the ability to hold my head up and keep my eyes open now. A little bit more of a refilled tank. I'm not an empty. Um, but really, when you get into those stages, you have to ask yourself, what have you done to fill your tank? Whether you're heavy on the grind or you're in a pattern where you're in a bit of a retraction in life, when is the last time you just turned it all off? When's the last time you got out into the middle of nowhere where there was no people around, you went by yourself somewhere, tucked yourself off into the middle of nowhere, and just thought about everything you have going on and thought about your gratitude and just took stock and figured out how you can attack life instead of just rushing in? How can you go in back into the game after you've come out for a little bit? How are you going to go back in with a plan and get things done in a whole different way? Sometimes you need that. You know, we talk about the limiting beliefs and I'll wrap it up after this. We talk about limiting beliefs a lot in a lot of these entrepreneurial circles and positive thinking and everything. And sometimes people think that we limit ourselves by the things we're not doing. But what we limit ourselves by sometimes is doing too much. What if the need to just grind all of the time, just always working, to, that's the only way you're going to become successful. What if all that is just a myth? That if we don't have our head down to the grindstone for 60 hours a week that we aren't doing enough, what if all of that is just BS? It really, it reminded me of this old story that I heard a long time ago about this this old man and a young man out in a field cutting sugarcane. And the young man, he's full of energy. He's just whacking away. He's, he's watching this old man just standing around and he is just going to town. He's just cutting fast. He's moving twice as fast as the old man. But the old man somehow is harvesting more. And after the young guy has expended all of his energy, he's huffing, he's puffing, he's sweating in the hot sun. He goes over to the old man who has twice the pile as him and asks him, how are you doing this? How are you doing so much more work than me when I'm working twice as hard and twice as fast as you? And the old man replied by, because when you think that I'm sitting here doing nothing, I'm actually sitting here sharpening my blade. So rather than spending all that energy with a dull blade, take the time to sharpen your blade. You know, the relationships that can get sacrificed and the times that you miss are just worth more than anything you can accomplish and any money that you can make. You know, sometimes before you put some of these, quote, successful people up on a pedestal, look at what they're actually accomplishing, what they actually have going on in their lives. Because if you dig a little bit deeper, sometimes you're like, oh, wow, well, yes, they have these, this outward success, but in other areas, they're suffering. Look at Elon Musk, perfect example. And I look up to, to him a lot. I think he's brilliant. I think he has a lot of awesome ideas. I think he's a little weird, a little quirky, but that's probably why I dig him so much. He is the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, and he's founded like three other companies and he sleeps at his office. He works a crazy amount of hours. And he's a billionaire, though. It, like, cause and effect. He does all that work and does all these things. Makes a ton of money. But on the flip side, he had an interview. I think it was with Joe Rogan. And he said he can't remember the last time he took a vacation. And when he did, he ended up 
working through half of it. So he just doesn't go on vacation anymore. And he's also been divorced three times. So what does that say? You know, I hate to be critical of him, but it, it just doesn't, doesn't lend to be a proper measuring stick to just try and measure people's worldly success. You have to look at other areas. So I'm going to leave you on this episode with a song from Eula. Just released his first full-length album. He's had a ton of success. Awesome dude. Um, Go check out his album. But this is a song off of that album, Venus. This one is called Time. I thought this was perfect. goes along with the saying, if you never take time, you'll never have time. But slow down sometimes so you can speed up. Keep that axe sharpened. And keep living. We'll see you next time.